You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon uh, back from South Florida and uh, coming to you live from the UBS Arena here. Islanders uh, getting ready. I mean, we've got all three hockey teams in action today and we've got the Islanders going against the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, the Rangers a little bit later on going up against the Flyers by the way on till 2:30, your Rangers pregame show will come your way following me right here on 98.7 ESPN and of course you'll be able to listen to that game right here on this network as well and then of course the Devils the puck drops for them as well at two o'clock going up against Montreal so all three we got a lot going on today do we not right like we're coming to you live from the UBS arena the park we're actually, there you go, there you go. Oh, <laughs> so as you can hear, how are you guys doing? As you can hear, we are outside. Uh, yes, so this, this Florida girl is very, very cold. Thank God uh, we've got three producers uh, working the show today. We've got Ray, uh, who, of course, oversees the Rick DiPietro and uh, Rothenberg show, who's here. Um, oh, no, wait, you're, you're with Alan Hahn and Bart. Yeah, sorry. Um, so you're with Barton Hahn. So he's out here holding my very cold hand, this Florida girl out here broadcasting live uh, outside the UBS arena. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Harvey and Joe back in studio. You guys are warm and toasty. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How about yourself? I'm a little cold, but it's all good. Um, it's, you know, it's, I, I think we've turned the corner, right? I think we, I think we can see that spring is, is, is in the air and, and it'll be here before we know it. So it's not brutally cold. Uh, but it, th- this place is awesome. Have you guys been out here yet? So we're broadcasting from a place called The Park. Uh, and it's, of course, sponsored by Northwell. Have you, um, have you guys been out here yet? This place is awesome. Drove past it a couple of times, but... I need to get out there for sure. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm assuming like the Islander fans, uh, hopefully you guys have been out here. It's really cool. Come out here, of course, before the puck drops, before the game starts. They not, they not only have one, but they have two um, uh, ice skating rinks, right? Like, And one is like real ice. And apparently because the weather is starting to change, that's going to go away soon. The other one is synthetic. And that one's going to stay here throughout the season. Guess what? Guess what? You're going to like this, Ray. The one that's going away, guys, guess what they're thinking about putting in there once it goes away? Pickleball court? You guessed it, Joseph. Yes. I Can said, we have I, the uh, pickleball match between you and the, and the morning show at we, that rink? So, so we got some breaking news, by the way. Uh, the match. That's right. Thank you very much. Obviously, you guys haven't heard yet, but the match is going to happen. Mark your calendars. Sunday, May 5th, up in Stanford, Connecticut. We'll have more details. Uh, but for all you folks out there, especially um, what's the group that follows Rick DiPietro, uh, the company. Uh, so for all you company folks out there that helped engineer uh, Rick and Dave to commit to a date, to go up against Damani Toomer and I in pickleball. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. So mark your calendar. Sunday, May 5th, that is going to happen, but it's going to be up in Stanford, Connecticut. So we'll be broadcasting live up there that day. And, of course, we'll have more details following. So stay tuned for that. Really excited about that. But uh, anyway, back to us here at the UBS Arena. So broadcasting live, uh, this is really awesome. Again, uh, Islanders getting ready to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Benny Hogue is going to join us on the program coming your way in about 30 minutes. He's going to join us at 1245. As always, it's a Saturday afternoon. 
So Joe Wiz is going to join us with his picks and his plays. And Greg Wyshynski, I'm out here at the Islanders. I, it, it just it wouldn't be a complete show unless I had the puck daddy on. So he's going to be joining us. We'll talk Islanders. We'll talk Rangers. We'll talk Devils uh, and get you ready uh, for all things that are coming your way on this Saturday. And, guys, seriously, like, it's very interesting, right? Like, what's football? Football's king. And I know, like, you know, with Dan, you guys were talking about free agency. And, of course, the draft is right around the corner. And I saw you got a lot of calls. And we're going to dive into that. You know, obviously, the quarterback situation, backup quarterback for the Jets, starting quarterback for the Giants is what's on the front burner, I'm sure, for both teams and, and both both fan bases. So we'll dive into that today, I promise. Uh, some really big news in regards to the NFL, and that is their salary cap uh, has gone up tremendously. Uh, it's it's pretty significant. So um, it's gone up 13.6%. So the cap now is at $255.4 million. So $30.6 million higher than it was yesterday. And this has a, a ripple effect across the league with a number of teams. And we're going to dive into that as well. So again, like I, I understand like football's king. Uh, it really, it rules the roost, especially when, uh, when football is happening. But then when it's not, I mean, you know, now it's kind of like now we're paying a lot more attention to the NBA. And and obviously the Knicks, a big game tonight against the Boston Celtics. Uh, I was up in Bristol, Connecticut on Thursday and Friday and uh, and Perk uh, Perkins was had a segment with us on uh, on ESPN bet. And we were talking about the futures bet because, you know, once the all star game happens, of course, we call, you know, right after the the all star break, we call that the second half of the season. Uh, even though not really time-wise, it's not, but nonetheless. Um, and now is when you could really dive into some of these futures bets. And a lot of people are on, on the Timberwolves, even though they lost last night to the Bucks. Um, but I, 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 I teed up for, for Perk. I said, listen, you could actually wager that the Boston Celtics and the Knicks are going to be the Eastern Conference that, that, that that's going to be the matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals. And he, like, he, uh, he couldn't agree with me more, to say the least. He got real pumped up about that. And, again, yeah, you can actually wager on that. So is tonight's game a little preview of what's to come? I believe it very well could be. You know, the only difference is, as we know, the Knicks not having their full arsenal of guys. Uh, OG's still out. Randall's still out. Not sure about Mitch Robb. So, you know, I, I do believe Boston wins tonight, but nonetheless, um, uh, you know, I, I think this is going to be a really a great game out there at the Garden. I'm sure fans are going to be out there uh, excited. And so we've got a lot of basketball happening. Obviously, the Knicks tonight. We've got all three hockey teams in action. We're out here at the UBS Arena, Northwell presenting the park. That's where we're broadcasting from. You've got a lot of college basketball. It's now that time as well. We start paying attention to college basketball. Because, um, you know, before we know it, we're going to have those, uh, the conference championships and, uh, and March Madness is going to be here before we know it. And it's probably, I would say, probably my third favorite sporting event. Uh, and, and, of course, like I said, you've got NFL free agency and, and the NFL draft. So a lot going on, great guests. And, of course, your calls, 800-919-3776. Let's do this. Quick break. We come back. Uh, let's, let's start talking about the Knicks. Uh, because a big game at the Garden tonight, going up against Boston. What does this mean for the Knicks? Uh, Boston coming with their full arsenal. Unfortunately, the Knicks not so much. Uh, but do you feel that they have what it takes to at least make this a game 
and uh, and keep it close tonight. We'll dive into all that next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. If Julius Randle comes back and he makes it back and he looks like Julius Randle the way he's played this year, I'm going with the Knicks. The depth that they have, how much, how hard they compete, they wear you out because they are just not going to give you space. You're going to have to kill them to put them away. And now they've got enough supplemental offense around Jalen Brunson. If they didn't make that trade and it was really just Brunson and Randall, I wouldn't feel this way because of the inconsistency of Julius Randall in the playoffs previously. But when you go out and you add firepower, you add a Burks, you add a Bogdanovich, and these guys have playoff experience collectively, they can make shots. They can give you a 15 to 20 point game in a playoff game in a big spot. They've added two of those guys. I love the depth now around their top players. If Randall makes it back, I'm going to say the Knicks. So it's Tim Legler on Get Up talking about the Knicks and uh, some hefty ex- expectations uh, as, as we move forward to the second half of the season. Anita Marks with you, coming to you live from the uh, Northwell Park. Uh, it's awesome out here. they got a beer garden, two skating rinks. Uh, you, <laughs> they've got these great little plastic igloos uh, that you can hang out in. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. If you haven't been out here yet, you need to come out here. Uh, we're going to dive into some Knicks talk. I know we've got some calls wanting to talk about pickleball, which is exciting as well. Uh, but first, we've got a lot of men's college basketball happening today. Right now, Houston and Baylor has already tipped off. They've got 50 minutes left in the first. By the way, I'm on Houston here. Get this. This is the first time in five. Did you know this, Ray? as well as Joe and Harvey. I feel so so special. I've got three producers surrounding me today. Um, that This is the first time in five years that Baylor is a home dog. Marinating that for a minute. Baylor is a home dog today, getting two and a half. I still like Houston, more consistent this, this season. Veteran guard play, guard play so important, college hoops. So I'm on Houston. If you can you still get on that right now at minus two and a half, I would jump on that. Later on today, we've got Washington going up against Arizona. Duke going up against a very desperate Wake Forest team. Wake Forest needs to beat Duke today. He's on that bubble right now with the Joe Lenardi uh, bracketology. Uh, Wake Forest, they are on, they're on watch right now. There's a chance they might not make uh, the big tournament. So 14-0 at home. I do believe Wake Forest does beat Duke today. And then, of course, you got Alabama going up against Kentucky a little bit later on tonight. you got Villanova going up against UConn. UConn coming off a really disappointing loss to Creighton. So uh, some really good men's basketball happening all day today. So make sure you tune in. But, again, Houston and Baylor already tipped off. If you get on Houston at minus 2.5, that's the play I would make. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. We'll get to your calls in just a second. But let's talk about the Knicks. They're sitting there at 34-22. and 22, And, you know – yeah, Brunson's back. You got the big ragu, which I love his nickname. Hey, how are you doing? Um, Josh Hart has stepped up in a big way, especially uh, in the paint and, and getting the rebounds they need since OG and, and, and Julius Randle are out. Hartenstein, I was expecting him to play a little bit more, a little bit more time uh, the other night when they beat the 76ers, but nonetheless. Uh, but, you know, this is a team right now that's playing hard, competing, but waiting as we heard Legler talk about, right? Waiting for OG to get healthy, waiting for Randall to get healthy. Who knows about Mitch Robinson? I think that there's some, some optimism that he'll be back maybe towards the end of the regular season or maybe once they get into the postseason and the trades that they were able to make at the trade deadline. 
really spectacular to help this Knicks team be a true competitor, a true contender this season in the NBA. And oh, by the way, they were able to keep all their first round draft picks, which is pretty unbelievable with the moves that they were able to make. But you've got Boston coming to town tonight, 44 and 12. They've won seven straight. Uh, they got they got Jalen, they got Tatum, KP. Always loves to go up against his old team. That's for sure. Defensively, uh, just really playing great, especially their wing defenders in Holiday and White. So I think there's going to be a real tall task for the Knicks later on tonight. But again, a small taste. Not what we're hoping to see once they get into the postseason, but a, a small taste. And I'm hoping that this Knicks team uh, can keep it competitive tonight against, again, a very, very good Boston Celtics team who made some money moves themselves at the trade deadline. And I think still is, to me, the number one team in the East. But if the Knicks can get healthy and get all their pieces, all their horses in their stable back, I would not be surprised that it would be a Boston Celtics-Knicks Eastern Conference championship. 800-919-3776. Let's get to your calls. Let's go to Lonnie calling in from Harlem. Lonnie, welcome in. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Miss Anita. Shout out to the company, Sir Harvey, Joe Leo. How we doing? Just wanted to call in and thank you for breaking the great news. May 5th, you said Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, We'll be there. The company uh, to cheer on, obviously, our guys, Dave and Rick. But, you know, it's all love. So we'll be there to, you know, show you and uh, Imani Tuma some love, too. Uh, just want to let you know, um, I will be the type to bring high heels, wine, and cheese and some type of dog toys to distract you. So you better be ready. <laughs> uh, wait, more importantly, I think I think the company should get T-shirts made. I think you guys should, like, go all out. We always do things of that nature, so you got nothing to worry about. So I can I can see that, that. Lonnie, thanks for the phone call. I can, uh, Joe Harvey, can't you see that happening? Like the company showing up, like special T-shirts made for Rick and Dave. Their They're Beach Pass T-shirts th- this past year were pretty cool. I can't imagine what they're going to do for this pickleball game. It's going to be out of this world. Like their own, like their own cheering. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe they they put together like a cheerleading squad. Something like that. Let's go to Jose calling in from Brooklyn. Jose, you're up. Welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Anita. Shout out to the company. And I am so stoked for the news that you just broke right now. As you know, I've been I've been pretty much been on the Twitter account trying to, you know, go and promote this into existence. I actually, you know, at the behest of your, of your advice, went to the Lions Den and spoke with Rick and, and and Dave and the fact that this is happening it's it, it, it's like it, it's it's a really nice present because as a person that you know enjoys the station has been listening for almost two decades now and has started to call in um, recently it's fun, it's fun to see that we were able to you know get this event off because I think that when you guys do stuff like this and have these events you know it really brings the listeners together and I can't wait to meet with the rest of, you know, my company bro, brothers and sisters and, you know, have a good time. And, you know, I, hopefully I get to see my boy Shooter shooter out there since, he, since he's out in Connecticut. So I hope you have a great one. And my next point is, is um, hopefully we can, you know, uh, uh, get this, you know, upset win, you know, possibly, you know, with Boston coming in full, full strength, they might feel a little, you know, confident, too confident, and we can try to get this win. But, you know, I'm not going to, place too high on it because we're still not fully healthy and until 
we're fully healthy, that's when we can really fully evaluate this team. So I want to thank you so much, Anita. Thank you for having this happen. Thank you to the company. You guys are great. I'm not going to take all the credit because you guys are awesome and always retweeting. Showing those retweets and those likes actually do help and do do help and promote the word, <laughs> word, word of ESPN. Thank you. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, Ray, uh, does, does uh, you know, Allen and, and Bart have, like, a following like that, like their own? It's like, it, with all due respect to the company, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of like groupies. Yeah, Alan and Bart don't I, have that. We can't hear you. I'm sorry. Do I need to do something here with mine? Are you, are you there? Yes. Yeah, so oh, there you are. Hi. I just need to turn it up more. Alan and Bart do not have that kind of a following. It's insane, right? Yeah. I, think I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like it's a, it's a, it's a real hefty group of, of people who, like, idolize them. The good news is the company is there for the whole station. They're just really there for Dave and Rick. For Dave and Rick. And it's early. Oh, very early. Yeah. So it's that's a commitment as well to get up that early, of course, to listen to Dave and Rick. So, um, so again, really excited. Uh, mark your calendars. May 5th on that Sunday, it'll be taking place up in Stanford, Connecticut. We'll have more details to follow, but definitely mark your calendars. All right. So, so back to the Knicks. And, you know, again, like I said, how much weight – are you putting into and, and Harvey and Joe, please chime in here. Like, how much weight are you putting into tonight's matchup? Considering that you know you, th- this is a Knicks team again. Like I said, do not have all their their horses, their starting horses, mind you, ready to go tonight. Uh, you know, realistically, what would you, what what would make you feel confident following this game? Like, so full disclosure. I've got Boston winning. Boston pretty much has no injuries. They're, they're, no players are, are listed as, as injured right now for the Boston Celtics. Um, you know, of course, they are, these are both teams coming off of an extended um, rest period because of the all-star break. Uh, you know, they're coming to New York. Of course, as we know, KP loves to go up against his old team. He's going to be playing with a lot of extra whatever. Um you know, it is the Garden, you know, Tatum and Brown. I'm not expecting any load management here tonight. Uh, so, realistically, I do expect Boston to win. But, you know, do I feel that the Knicks can keep this close? I, I do. I, I'm not expecting a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. Are you guys? No, not either way. But if the Knicks do blow out the Celtics, that's the only outcome that it would impress me. If they lose, they're supposed to lose. If they lose close, then, you know... Maybe the conversation changes, but if they blow out the Celtics tonight in similar fashion to what they did to the 76ers a couple of nights ago, I think the talk in this town is only going to be Knicks. Yeah, but, I, well, right now it, it seems to be, well, not only Knicks, but predominantly Knicks, right? Because baseball, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's around the corner, right? March is, uh, we'll be here before we know it. Um, NFL, like I said, free agency in the draft. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, hockey, obviously, we're out here in front of the UBS arena at the park. Um, but, you know, especially as, as, as great as this Knicks team. Here's another thing. Like, you know, let's, let's not forget when the season began, um, you know, realistically, what, what were your expectations for this Knicks team when the season began? For me, it was uh, – making it into the playoffs, possibly, uh, you know, a, a fourth seed so that you're, you're at least hosting the first round of the playoffs. Maybe you'd be lucky if you get through the first round of the playoffs. 
and and you know be competitive in the second round of the playoffs like realistically that was my expectation uh you know obviously nobody had a crystal ball anticipating what the knicks were able to do and in the moves they were able to make and now constructing this type of roster and that that changes um and and i i, I truly truly like here here's another thing though you know we haven't seen this full arsenal of Knicks players play together, right? We haven't yet. So we're sitting here and we're assuming, like, we know what Julius Randle brings to the program. We, we had a little taste of what OG brings to the program, right? We know what a great rim protector and how dominant Mitch Robinson is in the paint, right? But we haven't seen these guys combine with Brunson and, you know, Hartenstein and Hart. It's like, I, I truly believe that we need to be a little bit more realistic here as well. And as these guys get healthy and we see it, it's not just the Knicks. We see it across in the NBA. Whenever there's a trade, whenever, the, like, look what happened with the, with the Clippers, right? The Clippers bring in Kawhi. They've got the big three, but it took them a minute. They didn't start the season, you know, uh, just annihilating people. It didn't happen. Like, you know, there's an ebb and flow. Uh, everybody's got to, uh, you know, assume their roles. You know, Tibbs has to put together a, a good rotation, a smart rotation, and how that's going to look and how that's going to work. I just think, here's my point. Two, 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 two points, actually, to make here. And that is, one, we haven't seen this Knicks team play uh, with all their horses in their stable because, you know, obviously injuries happened and the trade happened while this player was not ready. And so, and there's going to be some growing pains. And so, you know, what's that transition going to look like? I mean, obviously the, the, the faster that these guys get healthier and are able to, to, to get back into that active roster, the quicker that transition period is going to happen. So, you know, and, and, and I know myself and Legler, and again, I said, you know, Perk was on ESPN Bet with us last night. If you did tune into that program, there's a lot of folks out here, including me, that have some really hefty expectations for this Knicks team and this Knicks roster moving forward. But it's, it's expectations with a lot of moving parts that we've seen individually, but we haven't seen them play together. And I, I, I truly believe that they will be a force to be reckoned with, but I, I, at the same time, I think we have to be realistic and understand that there is going to be a growing period. Uh, and, and so, you know, how much time is this Knicks team? How, so, so a few things here. Number one, how quickly can these guys get healthy and get back on the court, number one, so that they can go through that transition and that growing pain to get where... I feel they need to be where they can be peaking at the right time as we get closer to the postseason and, uh, and still remain as one of those top four seeds in the NBA. When we come back, I, I, I want to go through the, the Eastern Conference, Boston, Cleveland, Milwaukee, the Knicks. What's going on there? The 76ers without Embiid, no timetable there in regard to when he's going to come back. I, I, I feel confident with what's going on with this Knicks team that they can maintain being in the top four. 
You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. The thing is, coming out of the break, you're, you're heading down the stretch, so there has to be urgency to this. R- regardless of, you know, every game counts the same, so they're all very important, and we can't look past anybody, and we're, sh- we're, we're on demand right now. We're, our starting front court's not there, so we know we got to play hard as hell, and if we do that, we'll have a chance to win. That's Tibbs. Preach, preacher, preach. Talking the truth. Anita Marks coming to you live from the park at UBS Arena, brought to you by Northwell. By the way, this is pretty cool. You can bring your own skates. They have two skating rinks. Uh, You can bring your own skates out here, skate, and then they have a place that you can store them uh, while you attend the game. Uh, How cool is that? Uh, They've got a beer garden, um, a bunch of stuff. These great little, you know, warm igloos that you can get into and have like a little, I don't know, pre, pre-game uh, tailgate of your own. It, it, it's awesome out here. We're, we're thrilled to be out here. Uh, and, and so we appreciate them for, uh, for having us come out as well as the Islanders getting ready to take on the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Benny Hogue is going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. So excited to get him on the program. We'll talk some Islanders. We'll talk some hockey. Uh, Greg Wyshynski is going to be joining us at 2 o'clock this afternoon as well. The Puck Daddies so will dive into some Rangers and Devils talk as well. And as always, uh, um, Joe Wiz is going to join us. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. So we'll get you some picks and some plays for you. Uh, I gave you the uh, Houston and Baylor going at it. About six minutes left in the first. And uh, Houston's up 29 to 18. Told you to take Houston minus two and a half. Hopefully you were able to jump on that. Baylor, first time home dog in five years. Uh, just to give you an idea of what's going on with the, with that program, that's for sure. Uh, but getting back to the Knicks and, and looking at the Eastern Conference right now, the Boston Celtics again, as I said, they're 44 and 12. Following them is Cleveland. Cleveland lost now; they've lost twice. Um, Donovan Mitchell not feeling well following the All Star break, maybe a little too much partying. Who knows? Um, so they've lost two in a row. He did not play yesterday. I thought for sure that he would be able to, uh, they'd be able to take care of the 76ers, but that was not the case. So the 76ers were able to win yesterday without Embiid. Uh, the Bucks went up against uh, the Timberwolves, and uh, and the Bucks did beat the Timberwolves. I had Minnesota last night, so I lost that. But it, just looking at the Eastern Conference, you know, you got a 76ers team without Embiid. And so at some point in time, you know, granted they won last night, but I think it's going to be tough sledding moving forward without Embiid and no timetable there in regard to when he's going to return. So you've got the Pacers sitting at six, the 76ers at five, and of course the Knicks, the Bucks, the Cavs, and the Boston Celtics. I do believe the Celtics end up winning the Eastern Conference. I don't think I'm going out on a, on a limb there. But I do believe this Knicks team, as they, as we just heard from Tibbs again, if they could just, you know, tread water right now, play hard, at least win the games that, you know, maybe go 50, 60, 65% until they can get healthy and and everybody back and hopefully by that time really make a push uh, to, 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 you know, surpass the Bucks and the Cavs. And listen, the Bucks have a really good roster, um, but ever since Doc Rivers took over, Defensively, they have Im- they have improved, but offensively, they have not. Um, and and defensively improved, not to the point. I, I want to say they, they fall somewhere middle of the road. I think they're ranked like 14th or 15th in regard to defensive efficiency this season in the NBA. So even though you look at their roster and you're like, wow, 
you know, with Lillard and, and of course, Giannis, um, still not not playing, I think, to their potential. And so, you know, I, I think the number two seed is attainable for this Knicks team. I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. And then, of course, following the Pacers, uh, if the season was to end today, those teams that would be in the play-in, uh, the Miami Heat going up against the Hawks, and, of course, the Orlando Magic going up against the Bulls. Uh, on the outside looking in, the Nets, the Raptors, the Hornets, uh, the Wizards, and the Pistons. As for the Western Conference, again, Minnesota Timberwolves, man, they, they are so fun to watch. They are great. I really thought that they would beat the Bucks last night. Uh, unfortunately, they did not. But still, them and OKC uh, at the top of the Western Conference, followed by the Clippers, who really are playing really good basketball as of late. And then, of course, the Nuggets sitting there at four, the Pelicans, and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, if the season was to end today, again, that play-in, the Suns going up against the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers going up against the Suns. By the way, um, I'm dropping a, a Tannenbaum bomb here. I don't think the Lakers make it into the postseason. I don't think the Lakers make it into the postseason. I, I think too much. There you go. Hot take. Hot take Anita right now. Uh, I just I think that it's too much to ask of LeBron James and AD. Uh, and it's really, I, I don't see them catching lightning in a bottle like they did last season. I just don't see it happening. And both of them are going to have to stay healthy. And, and there's going to be so much riding on both of them. If they do make it into the postseason, it's going to have to be through the play-in game. And again, chances are they're either going to have to go up against Sacramento, the Warriors, or the Sun. So I, I, I don't think it's good. And, and, and you could, again, you know me, I'm a wagering woman. You could actually wager that the Lakers are not going to make it to the postseason, and that's plus money right now. And even if they make it into the play-in, but they don't win the play-in, and they don't make it into the quote-unquote postseason following the play-in, you still win. The play-in, when you make that wager, the play-in does not count as the playoffs. They have to win the play-in. So I, I, I think it's a solid wager to make. Also, I don't think I'm going on, on a limb here as either, and I don't, I don't think the 76ers make it into the postseason. I think the 76ers, I think they'll be lucky if they make it into the play-in, and I don't think they get past the play-in. So uh, I don't think the 76ers nor the Lakers make it into the postseason. Just my two cents. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Dylan in Union. Dylan, welcome in. Hello, hi, how you doing? All right. Hey, I just, I, I couldn't disagree with you more about the Lakers. I understand uh, what you're uh, saying, but I, I mean, if you look at last season and where they were, did you think they were going to catch lightning in a bottle before at this, at this moment in time in the, the season last year? I, I, I did because I liked what they did at the trade deadline. Okay. So so yeah, I, I so so, so I I liked the trade deadline. I liked I liked what they did at the trade deadline. I just here's the thing. I just think that it's just it's too, I I think last season took a toll. Mhm. Okay. I I think last season took a toll and I I think too much like the only way the Lakers succeed in the play. Well, let me ask you this. Are you in agreement yeah. that are you in are we in agreement that the only way they make it to the postseason is through the play-in? Like you, like you don't, you don't believe that they're going to be a top yeah, six, right? Yeah, I mean, right? it, it's yeah because it's hard. I mean, I think what the main thing is too is LeBron. You don't really see all of LeBron in in the regular season, as 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 opposed to what you see out of him in the playoffs. So, 
I, I could see, yes, I could agree with you on the play-in, but I think once they get there and, you know, I think Le- LeBron's stepping up to, to hire, he's playing to uh, – uh, he, he plays better. I mean, do you agree with that when, when it comes to, to like, you know, he him uh, facing elimination or the season ending? I think yeah, that's uh, yeah, going to help mean, him and yeah, I mean, the definitely. squad they already have. Listen, Dylan, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, listen, yeah, as we get closer to the postseason – in the plan, yeah, LeBron, no more load management, all the things. I just think too much is riding on both of them uh, having to stay healthy. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Benny Hogue is joining me here. Uh, so great to have you. Thank you so much for coming out here and spending some time with us in this cold weather. But you should be used to it, being a Canadian. I'm a little bit uh, used to it. Uh, you know, this is good for me. If it was like really Canadian weather, uh, it'd be a lot colder, but this is good. So I, I just started doing the cold plunge. Oh, really? That's yes. good. Yeah. So I, so really, I, I should I should feel comfortable here since I do a cold plunge about four days a week. You do. Hockey players do the uh, cold plunge in the locker rooms. You yes. Know, they, uh, even when I play, we used to do it. And it's good for the body. The next day you feel out. Yeah. I, I will say great. this, like after I like, but I do the cycle. I do the I do the hot tub, the sauna, and then I do the cold plunge. I'm in there for like five minutes, and I do that routine like three times, and then I and then I feel like a million. Bu- I really feel like a million bucks after. You do. It's it's just like when you get an injury, you put ice on on the, where you hurt, right. and then to make it feel better, and the next day it feels better. So the plunge, you do the whole body. So. It's a little cold, but it's uh, it's good for the body for sure. Before we start talking about the Islanders and doing a deep dive into uh, what's going on with their season, of course, they're taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning today. Uh, you were here for four years, but you really make this, and again, you know, drafted by Buffalo, traded here, and I want to talk about the trade deadline, but you really make this your home. What, what is it about the Islanders? What is it about New York that, you know, you call this home? Well, I think the uh, first day that I came here, um, I was greeted by the organization, especially Hall Arbor and the coaching staff, and then I felt really good about it. I felt like I was, uh, you know, kind of wanted on this team to give me a lot of a responsibility as a player, and uh, I think I fit right in. I had a great season here, had a great time. I, would have, I was in my mid-20s, um, and it's something that you always remember your, your best year, and I think my best year were here. And uh, as I left for Toronto in 96, 95, 96, um, I came back here in the summer, spent my summer here, and uh, I made it my home. And I'm still here uh, 25 years later. And I'm sure they're thrilled to have you and, and have you call this home. That's for sure. Now, you made your way here because of a huge trade. And so, and, and we've got the trade deadline right around the corner coming up on March 8th. You know, what is that like, that transition? I would imagine that it's, it's got to be somewhat exciting but also somewhat somewhat stressful for players, right, as, as they know, like some players out there knowing that they might get traded uh, and and all that that entails. Yeah, it's, it's it's not always fun. I think as a player, if you're very secure on a team, you're, you can go through the uh, trading deadline easily. Uh, but if you're, uh, your name is mentioned um, to be moved, it's always a little bit stressful. You don't want to move some guys that have family and kids. Um, it's a little tough. Um, but, you know, it's for the best. I think uh, you got to look at it as if the one team wants you, uh, it's a good thing. Um, if, if you don't fit in the plan anymore and the, the, your old team is moving forward, it is what it is. I think, uh, you know, every team's got to try to get in the playoff. And then by the deadline, they're trying to get the little addition that would help them get there. And uh, as soon as you're in the playoff, you're locked in. It's a different season. And then you move on from there. 
All right, so so let's talk about what's going on with the Islanders, right? Um, and in this season, uh, you're you're quite friendly with the coach, right? You guys played together. Um, yeah, we quite. You know, I met I met Patrick like we go back to our junior years. Patrick was playing uh, um, in Granby, and I was playing St. John, which was probably an hour apart. But uh, you know, I played my whole career with uh, against Patrick when he was with Montreal. I got to meet him a few times during the lockout that we had. We played together. Um, I think he's a great competitor. I think he's a winner. I think he wants to, he wants to do well. He, he doesn't like failure, and uh, that's what we got here. I thought it was a, a great uh, move by Lou here to bring him here um, to, to, to change everything uh, of the culture of our team and uh, move in the right direction with him. So with that being said, new coach, what, what do you feel that this Islanders team needs to do to, to improve and, and try to make the playoffs, right? Like, you know, they're kind of on that playoff bubble right now. What would you like to see this team do, especially as we get closer to the trade deadline? Well, I think, yeah, they're on the edge here to, to, to the playoff spot. But um, I, I think Patrick's got them where a place where they have to understand that, you know, we they, it's got to be teamwork and everybody's got to give 100% and then change a little thing and play better defensively. Um, do they miss uh, pieces on the lineup? I think every team do. Um, every team every team's looking to have the player that's going to push them over the hump. But uh, I think Patrick's doing a great job. And, and I think what he's looking at is if he's going to have one or two kids, I think the main thing is to get in the playoff and go from there. Um, and I, th- I don't think they're that far away. So a little cap space. Team needs a little bit more speed, right? Speed's important. I think uh, the game is a lot faster. Um, um, I, and I'm sure if, uh, you know, Patrick, uh, when he's going to get a full camp and a full uh, – training uh under him i think the kids are gonna get faster <laughs> i i believe it i think he's uh just the way from from what i know from him um he wants the best and then he wants a quick team and uh um he's gonna make sure that he gets one all right so it starts today uh two o'clock the puck drops and uh, going up against the tampa bay lightning who have been struggling on their own right they've lost three consecutive games uh four of their last six games played here on new york ice so uh, your, your thoughts on this matchup today well, I, they both they both fighting to to move up to the uh, the wild card, and uh, it's going to be a great match. I think everybody's going to give their hundred percent. But these are the game at this stage of the season that you cannot afford to lose too many games. The two points that you're going to be missing at the end, you're going to reflect back on the game that you lost, and this could be one of them here. So the guys got to be ready, um, and and they got to get the two points today. So what what do you feel? What are the keys? What do you if, if I you know let's let's pretend we're doing a, a pregame show and I like what give me give me give me your three keys that the Islanders need to do today in order to beat the Lightning. Oh, I think we got to be we got to be a little tighter defensively. I think we have to move the puck quick out. Um, they have great offense. I think the more time you're going to give these guys time to make plays, um, it, it might cost you. I think it's uh, like I said, playing tight defensively. We got to be right on the puck, pressure the puck carrier to make him, uh, you know, do the play right away, and then everybody's got just to it. So when when somebody's pressure with the puck, you always wear a little bit. Your time of making the play is a lot shorter, and the other guy's got to adjust on taking the option uh, where the puck's going to go. So I think if we play good defensively, everything's going to be taken care of offensively. Uh, Benny Hogue joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, again, coming to you live outside the park at UBS Arena, brought to you by Northwell. Really awesome out here. You, you know you could bring your own skates. So they have they have real ice. They have artificial ice. You can bring your own skates, and then they can store your skates when you want to go in and, of course, watch the game. 
I think it's great. I think I have some kids that I skate with during the week that are here today. Uh, they're going to be skating outside. So You skate with kids during the week? I do. I'm on the ice every day with kids. Uh, I, I actually uh, I'm coaching a midget team that just won the championship last weekend in the AHF. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Very proud of them. And uh, some are coming to the game today. And uh, But, yeah, on the ice uh, every day. And then uh, it's coming to an end a little bit, take a little vacation. But, uh, yeah, I'm still on the ice. So, you know, with the weather changing, and, of course, spring is right around the corner, um, the natural ice is going to go away. And they're talking about putting pickleball courts there. I didn't try pickleball yet. Uh, it's funny because I, everybody I talk to, they're like, I did it for three hours. And, what? Uh, no pickle? What? We're getting booed for pickleball? Are you kidding me? <laughs> a lot of people say there's a lot of injuries, right, uh, at pickleball. But I know a lot of people that play for three hours and well, they can you're, barely you're, walk you're, the next day. So. You're talking to one of them. I'm, oh, well. You know, I've, I've, bec I've become addicted. I, I play about three hours. I heard it's day. a lot of fun. Oh, I, I, a, I'm sure I'm going to try it sometime this year. Uh, well, you it. might be able to try it out here well, at yeah, the park. Well, maybe we can Come do spring. some with the alumni and maybe have a little alumni uh, pickleball team and, and then play some of the fans. I there, think that'd be, that's a great idea. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, when you first sat down, you were talking about uh, the, uh, the, um, the games that were played out at uh, MetLife Stadium outside. Yes. Uh, what a great event. Uh, unfortunately, I was invited to go. Unfortunately, I was down in South Florida, so I missed it. How was it? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't able to make it too. I was. I was away, like I said, with my team for the weekend. Um, I I caught a little bit of the end of it, which it was not a great ending. But um, I think it's a great, um, great event. You know, playing in front of eighty thousand people outside. Know, outside, and then I know a lot of people that went. A lot of my friends went. They they sent me pictures and stuff. It's it's great. And then you know the NHL wants to shoot back for the, a bigger one next year. But I think it's great. I would love to be part of it. Over under how many hottie toddies were sold? Yeah, I, I think a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot as well. Vinny, thank you so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. Really do appreciate it. Thanks uh, for having this me. Is, this is really awesome. Having you out here is awesome as well. Thank you. And enjoy the game later on this afternoon. Thank you.